0: Well, we've been on a on a teaching series here on spiritual growth, and uh, this might be the conclusion of it, but it's intended to help all of us grow and mature and represent Jesus Christ in this earth as He should be. And I thank you for coming on Wednesday night to the Bible study, so you will grow Uh, tonight. I want to hear from you, but I have some steps that I have wrote down here that have come to my heart and mind about steps to maturity. Steps to maturity. Number one is if you're growing, you should know, of the knowledge of God's word. If you're growing in, in, in the faith and growing, growing closer, I mean, into the manhood stages of, mature, of Christian maturity, you will, one of the signs of it will be you will know what God's word says. So to grow, you always have to continue to put God's word in your life. That, you do that by many different ways. You can do it by uh, coming to church, your pastor, teaches you the Word of God, you can do that by, whenever you're at home, opening up your Bible and reading your Bible at home. Uh, just continuing to stay in the Word of God. Read your devotion. stay in the Word, stay in the Word. Then whenever someone has need of it, one of the signs of spiritual maturity is, out comes the Word from you to give to somebody else. That's a sign of spiritual maturity that you're able to teach somebody else or tell somebody else where to find something in the Bible. Amen? Amen. Being spiritually mature knows, uh, you know that you have to have a foundation in God's Word. So always be putting it in. That's one sign of spiritual maturity. Uh, I always can tell whenever you're speaking overseas or here in America and you go to different churches, And you say, let's turn this morning to uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 18. And people, whenever they're mature, it don't take them long to find Ephesians chapter 4, verse 18. Whenever, if uh, they're not mature, they have to turn to the front of the Bible and look up the content, table of contents, and find where the book of Ephesians is. And then they have to turn to that page and find the book of Ephesians. I would say that person is not very mature in in the Word of God. But whenever you know the Word of God for yourself, that's a good sign of spiritual maturity. Amen? Amen. Number two. Hear God's voice. If you're growing, if you're maturing, you will be able to discern and know when God is speaking to you. One of the ways to always check on what, there's a lot of voices in the world. You can hear uh, the world speaks. The world has a voice. The world has a way of doing things. Look at ABC News, NBC, CNN, Fox. They have the world view of things. They have a voice, and uh, the devil also has a voice. He will also speak. Demons also have a voice. They speak, but God ha- can speak to us. And the Bible says here in John chapter ten, verse twenty-seven: "My sheep hear my voice, right? Yeah. And I know them, and they and they follow me." A mature child of God should be able to discern what kind of voice and whose voice is speaking to them. And it always goes back to step one. If you're going to know God's voice and you know when God speaks, you can discern whether it's God or not by knowing His Word. If a voice speaks to you and it don't line up with God's Word, guess what you do with it? Throw it away. Put it down. Cast it down. But there's a lot of voices in the the world. But you've got to learn how to to discern if God is speaking to me. I've heard a lot of people through the years. Then I I would think that uh, according to the number of years they've been saved. And some of them even walking in spiritual gifts. But yet they didn't have a good sound foundation in the word. They would say, they would quote things that God said, and if you looked it up, you couldn't even find it in the Bible. Y'all hear me? They would say things, and they would also say things like, well, God told me to come and and serve you. God told me to come to this church. And then three weeks later, you can't even find them nowhere. Ain't never seen or heard from them ever again. I'm like, well, did God tell them that or not? If God told them, they would be here, right? If they were obedient, but uh, a lot of people say God did says this and God said that. But uh, one good sign of maturity is if you know if God's speaking to you or not. Amen. And a good sign of maturity also is uh, when God is speaking, are you obedient to His voice? Right. Sign of maturity. Amen. 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 Number three. being led by the Holy Spirit that takes maturity you know there's a lot of people who don't even know who the Holy Spirit is they've heard of him but they don't have any relationship with him the Holy Spirit is the one that's, that's leading and guiding us into all truth today Amen. Jesus has already came and he said uh, it's expedient that I go away. It's to your advantage that I go away because if I don't go away the Holy Spirit can't come. Right. He said but after I come I'm going to send the Comforter down to you. I'm going to send the, the the Holy Spirit down to you to help you lead you and guide you into all truth. So Romans eight fourteen. We did a long, long series on that, on how to be led by the Holy Spirit. Romans 8, 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For as many that are as led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. It's important that we learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can lead you into victory in everyday life. He can do it uh, in your marriage. He can, he can do it in a business. He can uh, walk you through the Word, teach you the Word, if you understand the Word of God. Uh, that's just inexhaustible things that the Holy Spirit can do for a child of God, but you got to learn to be led by Him. being led you can be led by the by the your carnality your flesh or you can be led by the spirit then that that takes maturity to be led by the spirit to right. discern what the holy spirit saying and what he wants me to do being led by the holy spirit any questions on that one you can't be led by your flesh the flesh is, is, is carnality. It means thinking fleshly, thinking worldly. The Lord will the Holy Spirit wants to lead you away from that type of life. Amen. He wants to lead you into the godly life. But you got to be able to be led, not pushed. The Holy Spirit leads. The devil pushes. But the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us if we will allow Him to. Uh. You can't be led by your emotions. There's a lot of people that are emotional, and they let their emotions lead and guide them every day. They get up, they don't they don't feel uh, saved. They don't feel good. If they don't feel good, they don't come to church. If they don't feel good, they may not go to work. They're led by their emotions, how they feel. How I many of you know when you're mature, uh, you, you don't base what you do by how you feel if you're mature. Here's a sign of maturity. Uh, when a man is, is not married and he doesn't have any children, he doesn't have any responsibilities except for himself, he may wake up one morning and feel like, well, I don't feel like going in today, and he may not go in because he don't feel like it. Well, he's got no responsibilities but himself. Okay? But if he gets married and he has a baby or two, he's got more responsibility. He may wake up with a fever, but because he's mature enough to understand I have responsibilities now, it's not just about me, I got to go to work anyhow because I got to take care of my wife and my children and the bills of this family so I can't uh, let my feelings tell me I'm not going to work today. How many of y'all have gone to work sick before? You know why you did? Responsible. Responsible, you became responsible. There was times when you were younger, you probably like, well, I'm not going today. And you let your emotions rule. It's kind of about a loyalty, too, to my mm-hmm. employer. Yeah, i but all that goes back to maturity. It's, it's a sign that I'm mature now. I'm not a teenager anymore. I'm not acting childish anymore. I'm acting like an adult. Amen? A responsible, loyal adult. And I'm not led by my emotions. There's too many in in the church today led by their emotions. I get people calling me all the time, Oh, something just fell apart. It didn't go their way. And they just fell apart. I'm like, you letting your emotions rule you. You letting your emotions take over and take you into this area of depression. I said, grow up. Speak the word. Stand your ground. Stand with God. Speak the word only. Grow up. Quit crying. Oh, poor pitiful me. Nobody likes me. Nothing ever goes good for me. Emotions, get over it. Time to grow up. Amen. Yeah. Love walk. That's a, that's a sign of maturity. How. How mature are you in your walk of love with other people? Jesus, the Bible says God is a God of love. Jesus walked in love. The Bible says in Galatians chapter 5, uh, I have to look it up, but it says faith worketh by love. Your love walk. Do you just love yourself. That's called selfishness. That's not maturity. Jesus wants us to love others. Amen? Love others as you love yourself. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love. Your love walk tells a lot about you. Maturity. Your love walk. Any questions on the love walk? He tells us to love each other, don't he? It tells us love one another. Love uh, never fails. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8. Love never fails. Your love walk is a sign of spiritual maturity. Your love walk. Also, I could add this to this same thing here, is the measure that you can walk in not being offended is a sign of spiritual maturity. You know, some people get offended so easily. That's right. You know, uh, there's been times when I used to go to the back door and try to greet everybody mm-hmm. that walked out. And you'd be surprised if you didn't make it to the back door, the people that was offended because the pastor didn't shake their hand that day. Oh, I'm like, Lord, have mercy. Uh, but people, are going you're gonna get offended every day. Jesus said, it's impossible that our offenses not come. I just spoke on that last night at the jail house. We had a marvelous, powerful service at the jail house last night on, on overcoming the spirit of unforgiveness. But uh your level of able to forgive and not be offended easily is a good sign of spiritual maturity that you are growing. Anytime you get easily offended, You still in childhood stages. Amen. Amen. Childhood stages. Always getting offended. Here's another one. Your talk or con or I don't know if I even spelled that right. Your conversation. Word so, B E R. Oh, huh? C O N. -N. Conversation. Yay! Yay! That's a big word. Your conversation can tell a lot about your spiritual maturity. How you talk. Are you joking always? Are you jesting? Or do you uh are you talking about the Lord? How how do you carry yourself when you're talking to other people? That's a sign of spiritual maturity also. Paul says you have to watch what watch your mouth. Your tongue. Your tongue will tell on you. Your tongue will tell you tell you what's in your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Just hang around somebody long enough, you'll tell how if they still in baby stages. Childhood stages, teenage, teenage, or they are, are spiritually mature child of God. By what they say. Amen. Whenever you get into uh, a, a, a a spiritual battle, you get hit with uh, sickness or uh, things in your family not going right. What's a sign of spiritual maturity? Is what's coming out of your mouth. What's coming out of your mouth? Are you speaking the word of God? Are you declaring what God's word says over that situation? Or are you just murmuring and complaining? If you're murmuring and complaining and poor old pitiful me, you still got a lot of growing to do. Spiritual mature people begin to respond by speaking the word of God. They go on; to, they learn how to fight a spiritual battle and they begin to speak and declare what God's word has to say over their life and over their situations. Spiritual maturity. Gifts of the spirit. When you begin to grow up and get mature, you'll begin to develop spiritual gifts. The Bible says that we should desire spiritual gifts. The body of Christ should desire spiritual gifts. It's it's something that you have to want, you want to desire. As you grow up, as a baby, you may not have had, uh, you weren't ready for this yet. But as you begin to mature, and you begin to have knowledge of God's word, you hear God's voice, you're led by the Spirit, you walk in, in love, you talk, conversation is good. Now, hallelujah, you're ready now for a gift. Amen. For the, and the Bible says the gifts are distributed among the body of Christ for the profit of all, that they all might be edified, encouraged, and lifted up and built up by the gifts of the Spirit. But as you begin to grow and mature, you can you will develop a gift of the Spirit. God will give you one of these. And you, as you grow, you will develop that gift. You will grow in that gift. You'll get stronger and more confident in using the gifts that God has given you. He can give you one gift, he can give you two, he can give you three, he can give you four, he can give you five. He can give you as many as as you can handle. But the thing about your gift, uh, it all goes back to your spiritual maturity. I've seen people with gifts, but they, they, they had gifts, but really, at times, they, 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 they even acted childish sometimes. I'm like, my goodness. But the gifts of God are, are, are without repentance. If God gives you one, he doesn't take it back. Amen? Amen? The gifts and the calling of God are without repentance. But having the gifts of the Spirit is something that we should seek after as we mature. Why? Because we want to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. If if I was to ask you tonight, what spiritual gift would you like to have? I wonder what you would say. All of them. said all of them. (laughs) I think we better start with one before we get them all. But all of them would be good, good to profit the body of Christ. But if I ask you for one, what would you say? What would you like to have, so? You already got a gift. Well, I mean, I would say gifts of healing, but then I would say, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if prophecy would be better or discerning of spirits or, I mean. Well, the Bible says out of all the gifts, it said the gift of prophecy is the one we should desire. Uh, but the gift of prophecy you know you can prophesy without being a prophet a lot of people get that confused with, it, with the gifts you can prophesy but you don't have to be a prophet to prophesy there is an office in the fivefold ministry named the prophet but and he, he sees things he knows things and with the prophet's office comes the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge and discerning of spirits those three usually operate in the prophet's office. But you can prophesy. I prophesy here, but I'm not a prophet. I prophesy to people. I can tell them a, a prophecy from God's word, hallelujah, that lines up with his word. But I don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. It's a gift of the spirit to prophesy. You should, Every one of you should start asking God, God, I'd like to have a gift and ask Him and desire the spiritual gift and God will give it to you as He wills. The Spirit will. Amen? Amen. The gifts of the Spirit is a sign of spiritual maturity. The next one is the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 I think it's verse 22 talks about the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, long-suffering, faithfulness. There's nine fruits and there's nine gifts. Nine. Nine of each. Nine gifts of of the Spirit and there's nine fruits of the Spirit. The fruits of the Spirit is where you really want to get started off right. A mature believer would develop the fruit of the Spirit in his life. Now when you got saved, each one of these fruits have been deposited in you. Each one of them has been put in you. All you gotta do now as you mature is develop them. They're already there. The Bible says in Romans chapter five, verse five, that the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. So love's already been deposited into you. Joy has already been deposited in you. Jesus said, my peace I have given unto you. Peace is already in there. When you get born again, when the Spirit of God takes his residence inside you, these fruits are there but they have to be developed. You can walk in a greater measure of love that uh, next week than you did today. Love can grow, Amen? amen? Your joy can grow. You are the one that determines if you have joy or if you walk in sorrow, amen? You can have joy, hallelujah, the joy of the Lord, you can have the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds. It's in you already. But you have to control your emotions and your flesh and walk in the spirit to develop these fruits. But they there. I used to have anger problem. I ain't got it 100% conquered yet. But it's developed a whole lot more than it is, used to be. We could all say, uh, for our spiritual development and spiritual maturity, we may not be where we ought to be, but thank God we ain't where we used to be. Right. Amen? Right. Well, that preach. Thank God we ain't where we used to be. We're still under the process of growing, right. we're still under the process of transformation. We're still in in the process of of, of growth spiritually. Every child of God never stopped growing. He ain't never perfected love. Ain't none of us in here perfected love yet. I would have to say I don't think so. And if you don't believe me, let me push some of your buttons and I'll find out. All you gotta do is push the right buttons. But Jesus walked in love. Even when he turned over the tables of the money changers in the house of prayer, he turned them over. Somebody said, he's angry. He's in love. He's walking in love. He's doing that out of, out of uh, righteous indignation for his father's house. A love for his father, a love for his house. He said, y'all can't do this. He did that in love. Whatever you do should be motivated by love. Whatever you do. Should be motivated by if you come to church, it should be because I love Jesus. Amen. If you go pray for somebody, it ain't going because your name's gonna be lifted up. It's because I love Jesus. I'm going to I'm going to do what Jesus told me to do. As my Father sent me, Jesus said, even so I send you. You go because you love Jesus. Whatever you do, it should be motivated by love. In First Corinthians chapter thirteen, uh the uh, Paul was talking about agape love. Agape love is God's love. It's unconditional love. It never ends. It is unconditional. It's not based on works. It's not based on your actions. He loves anyhow. God's love, agape love. It never fails. It never comes to an end. Uh, that's the kind of love that we're supposed to be operating in. But yet. We're operating in love and agape love to a certain degree, but we can get deeper in it. We can have more of it, amen? Amen. We gotta develop it, do y'all see that? You gotta develop the the gifts of the spirit and you gotta develop the fruit of the spirit in your life. And that's a sign of spiritual maturity. Amen. Long suffering is is a fruit. You could say patience, long-suffering. How long can you suffer with somebody that's pushing your buttons? Without blowing a fuse. Without showing them the devil. But showing them Jesus by being long-suffering. You know, Jesus was long-suffering with every one of us in him. I'd probably have to say that I know in my own life, he was trying to get me to come to him a whole lot faster than I came to him. I was running from it, But he was long-suffering with me. He didn't give up on me. He kept waiting on me. He kept dealing with me. That's called long-suffering. He didn't give up on me. Sometimes we give up on people. We ain't long-suffering. Just push them on out. Get rid of them. Get, out, get them out of the way. I can't deal with them no more. Another sign of maturity, too, is... Uh, when somebody is weak you know everybody ain't on the same level spiritually there's some that's babies there's some that's grown a little bit and when we begin mature the bible says bear with the weak bear with them that means uh, you can't expect them to grow up overnight you can't expect them to be where you are that took you 10 years to get. They got saved last month, and they've been saved for six months, and you want them to be where you are in 10 months. The Bible said, bear with the wish. You've got to recognize, as a, as a, if you're mature, their level. And say, well, they ain't there yet. I do have to continue to pray for them, and I have to pray with them, and even pray for them. They don't know how to pray yet, but I'm going to teach them. They're weak, so bear with the weak. They're not where you are sometimes. That's a sign of spiritual maturity. Is finding out where other people are in the spirit. Amen? I've heard of uh, pastors before. Uh, They were talking. I, I think Lynn, Sophie's mom, was telling me that she was talking to one of her ministers one time, and he was looking directly at her. Like looking right through her. She said, what are you looking at me like that for? He said, I'm trying to find you in the spirit. (laughs) Find out where you are. Yeah. You know, you can discern. You can have spiritual discernment where people are in the spirit. There's other signs that tell us where people are in the spirit. If you go down this list right here, they will tell you where they are in the spirit. In their maturity. Anybody got one that I can add to this list? There's a bunch of signs in the Bible that help us know. Um, what? Faithfulness. Huh? Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Amen. That's a good one. I'll put that on the board. Faithful. Everybody say faithful. 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 My goodness, that's a sign of spiritual maturity. That's a good one. How faithful are you? Can you be counted on? You know, a sign of a child is. I was studying today. One of the goodest illustrations, of the book I was reading was about the, the father told the son, I want you, he, he's 13 or 14 years old now. Back then they had push lawnmower. He said, I'm going to go and I'm going to go do something. I got to go see somebody. I want you, son, I want you to mow the grass. Push. Pretty simple, right? Push. Come back this way. Go back that way. Push lawnmower. Anybody ever used a push lawnmower in here? Yeah. All right. Praise the Lord. This generation we got now I don't know what a push mower looks like. But I know what, woman, I, I was so young when I pushed one, the bar was up here. <laughs> but uh, he said when he got back home after he told his son to mow the grass and the yard wasn't big, he said he got back and the son had made mowed three or four strips. He came back and the lawnmower was still sitting in the middle of the yard, son gone. He said, well, he ain't mowing the grass like I told him to. He done gave up on it. He said, I wonder where, where they are playing ball. Now, I know he done, he done left the job that I gave him to go off and have some fun. He found his son. He's playing ball. And that's the way a child does You can't, a child is not faithful. So the, the best thing that comes along, they go that way. Y'all know what I'm talking about? You know, whenever you're faithful and you give somebody your word, and I'm going to do this, you are bound by your word. That's a sign of spiritual maturity is if you tell somebody something, you are bound by your words and you keep your words. That's a sign of spiritual maturity. A child in the spirit, if he tells you, if somebody tells you something and you can't count on them to keep their word, they ain't grown yet. I don't even care if they're a preacher. If they can't keep their word, they're still child. Whenever you understand that once you give somebody your word that you have to keep it, the Bible says, swear to your own hurt. Swear to your own hurt. What's that mean? It means whenever you tell somebody, son, it don't matter how much it hurts, you still gotta do it. Man, I had two chances to go to the masters. Two chances. I look back on that now and I'm like, man, I wish I'd have went. <laughs> But you know what, I had already gave somebody my word that I was gonna go do something that day and I I was not gonna break my word to go to the masters. Something better came along. My goodness, and today I'm like, man, I I wonder if I could have wiggled out of that one. (laughs) But you swear to your own hurt, that's maturity. If you tell somebody something, you do it, amen? You know how many people tell me they're going to come to church on Sunday? All of them. Every one of them. I invite somebody to come to church. Hey, would you like to, you want to come on out and visit the church? What time church coming? I'll be out there Sunday. I don't know what Sunday they coming, but they wasn't talking about this Sunday. It might have been Easter Sunday or Christmas Sunday, but I don't know. I didn't nail it down to them about which Sunday, but being faithful goes a long way. With your level of maturity. Be faithful. Who are you going to be faithful to? Jesus. Who's looking? Jesus. If you want to hear the words, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into my kingdom. If you want to hear that, you got to be faithful. You got to be faithful. If you ain't faithful, he ain't going to say, well done, good and what? He going to leave out the faithful part? <laughs> well done, good and servant. <laughs> no, good and faithful servant. Enter into my kingdom. Be faithful. Be faithful. Be faithful. Be be able to somebody count on you. If they put your list on the children board just to fill in at the children's church, Be faithful. Don't don't call up and say, oh, I can't come that Sunday. Something better come along. Oh, I have worked so hard. Y'all don't know how hard I worked all week long. Yes, I do. We all work. But we, oh, I feel I can't make it. I know why you didn't want to make it, because you didn't want to deal with the children. Just tell the truth. (laughs) Because if there was a ball game that Sunday they'd win. If They'd have Super Bowl tickets, they'd win. gone. Mattress tickets, they'd win. <laughs> Keep the children church. I gotta find out how I can get out of this one. Man, 30 years I've seen so many people unfaithful. In the house of the Lord. We gotta have a foot on firm foundation. Amen. Yes. Foundation start with point one. Mm. Jesus and His Word, be in faith. Anybody else got another, one? Brother Vince? I think also on the word talk sometimes it's be quiet. Don't say. You know, sometimes the Holy Spirit says hush. Yeah. Don't, don't be quick to speak. Yeah, quick to listen Hear. and slow, slow to speed. speak. Yeah. This okay? Don't say nothing. Be quiet. <laughs> Listen. Hey, about Quiet, be quiet. Be quiet. Be That's another good sign of a mature Christian, is being quiet. I'll study that day, Vince. day, man. You know, a baby, sometimes he talk, 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 talk. Talk, 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 talk. Talk, talk, talk. talk, talk. Sometimes, Henry and George be in the back seat, and we ride all the way to China, I believe they still talking. I said, something you hear that?" I said, hey, "Ain't nobody even saying nothing." He's still talking. Talk, 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 talk. That's just a sign, you know. Child, look, they, they, talking, 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 talking. But it's good as you grow, you learn how to be quiet. That's a good one. Listen. That's why the Lord gave you two ears, and one mouth. Amen. Miss Janie, what you have? Huh? Obedience? Obedience. Obedience. How about that? Obedience. It don't matter how much you hear if you don't do it. Obedience is the key to the blessings. You ever want to get blessed? The Bible said. You gotta hear the word and obey the word. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse one. When you hear the voice of the Lord thy God and obey, the blessings of God will overrun you and overtake you. When you hear the word and obey the word. Everybody wants to be blessed. Everybody. Everybody wants to be in the blessing category. But obedience is the key to the blessings. Obedience is better than the sacrifice. Amen. Obedience. You get in an argument with somebody and the Lord said, go apologize to them. The Lord said, go apologize to them. Walk in love. Amen. Sign of maturity. And then we, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. It was their fault. The Lord said, "You be the bigger man. You be the bigger person. How much love you got? You got enough love? Let's see. Go and make it right. You don't even have to be the one that was wrong. You just take the blame for it, just to make the situation cool off." Amen. Hard to do. Hard to do. Hard to do. Walking in the spirit ain't easy. It's easy getting the flesh. Let's just duke it out. Let's just get it on right now. Jesus said, wait just a minute now. That ain't the way I handle things. We fight not against flesh and blood. Amen? Anybody ever got one? You got another? Your prayer life, your relationship with the Lord. Prayer life. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Your relationship. Amen. Your, that's your relationship. Amen. Absolutely. Prayer life. Very important. Always keep the relationship going. Communicating with the Lord through prayer. Always. Always. Bible said, pray, always, without ceasing. Pray. A good sign of maturity is discerning when distractions are coming to you. Know you can have a have a a heart to pray, and then distractions come, and you didn't get to pray. You got to discern sometimes. This is a distraction from the devil. This is a sign of maturity. I'm going to pray. Here's an obstacle. Here's a stumbling block. Here's something in the way. Remember we talked about Acts chapter 16 the other week? Paul and Silas on their way to prayer. And what happened? They run into all, a whole bunch of commotion. A spirit of divination, they had to cast it out. They got put in jail. They had to praise and sing and, and their way out of, out of the jail. But there was a big distraction on the way to prayer. You got to watch out for the distractions. They'll always be. Always come. I used to tell something I walk into my prayer closet, if I was fasting, I'd say, I'm going up to my office, I'm on the Bible said, close the door behind you and go into the secret place. I'd literally go in there and lock the door. And I tell her, no matter who calls, no matter what's going on, don't open this door and knock on this door. I said, I am, no matter what distraction it is, I'm praying. That's the kind of attitude you got to have. You don't, the enemy will find a way to get you out of there. Mm -hmm. Amen. Any questions about any of these? All these are are signs that will tell how mature you are as a child of God. I was thinking about forgiveness. Forgiveness, yeah. Yeah, it's a big. have any bitterness. Right. That's a big one. That's a good one. And we talked a little bit about that in step four with the love is not being offended. That's a good level of maturity. How easy is it for somebody to tip you over? How easy is it for the devil to set a trap for you? And get you offended and you walk around with it for two or three four five six days or months or years if you can get over it quickly and forgive quickly that's a good sign of maturity amen any questions anybody learning anything yeah. amen you getting all this andy all right. amen we love andy glad he's here Praise God. Uh, well, let me speak to the. If you're watching by internet, we, we, it's our honor to have you here at Harvest Time Church going over this seri- series of spiritual growth. We pray that it's helping you grow into the knowledge of the Lord and so it, w- w- it will help you represent Jesus Christ in this earth wherever you go. And if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we encourage you to believe in him He's already died on the cross. He's already rose from the dead. If you'll believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, the Bible says you shall be saved. So call upon him today. Get born again and start living the good life. God bless you. We hope to see you next week. Leave us your comments. Let us know what you think about the teachings, whether it's helping you or not. God bless. Amen.